Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by VCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Holiday Plex here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show that's taken the rest of the year off. Yes. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the, did you bump the camera? Sorry. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us, whether you're watching us live on TexasFootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all of the places are listed to us in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here. I'm sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She's the Duchess of the Dorks. She's Miss 305. She's the co-host of the Emmy Award-winning high school scoreboard live. <laughs> It's Ashley Pickle. One time. You did host Scoreboard Live. Yeah, it was fun. You know we usually submit that for an Emmy. Mm-hmm. So you know what that means. Yeah, if we don't get it, it's all my fault. That's exactly <laughs> what it means. Thank you for understanding. Yeah, I, I, I knew where I was going. So normally it's just Pickle and I here, but uh, for a very special Bam! show, we have a very special pair of guests. We are joined... Well, special in Mallory, and then there's Schmail. There's Schmail. Ooh. Ish, you're going to have to talk. I don't know. I feel like That's you are the real true. winner of state with uh, the uh, the overwhelming response of hashtag UIL state draws. He was the real MVP. I'm the real MVP. Yeah, it was, it was fun. It was fun. It was very creative. It's assistant managing editor and college editor Ishmael Johnson. Hi. And associate producer Mallory Harley. And MC extraordinaire Mallory Harley. Hey. Everyone saw you on the on the field to go with It was a lot of fun. How do we do on kick for cash? Blade. Blade. I don't know. I should have kept track. Uh, I tell you who my Peters kept track, I think. We so, could probably find it on Twitter. Yeah, so if, you if you didn't know, uh, if you weren't at state and mm-hmm. they don't play it on like their commercials yeah, at that time, no. um, that, that each school got to have a a member come out or someone mm-hmm. from the school come out and kick a 25-yard 25-yard field goal 25-yard field goal and if they uh, from Texas Farm Bureau Insurance mm-hmm. no matter what all the schools were getting $1,000 but if they if they Correct. made it they got $2,000 mm-hmm. uh, can I tell you who my favorite one was I want to hear who your favorite one was it was the China Spring Cheerleader who yeah. came out that there that was and she she had her she had her cheerleading top on and then she put her soccer shorts on and her cleats she went out there she could have made it for 50. She, she <laughs> nailed it right, <laughs> split the upper, I mean, right down and, the middle. Like, it was phenomenal. It was one of those, of those things of like, of like yeah. I know they teach kickers. It's like, no matter what, like, no matter what, the, if it's an extra point, if it's a 50-yard uh-huh. field goal, you still kick it the same. Like, yeah. 
and she did that exactly like she's like, all right, like you know how NFL guys are just like, they kick the extra point. She's like, right, yeah. right, right. <laughs> That's what she it did. Was just like that. It was incredible. It was very yeah. impressive. Today is Monday, December nineteenth, twenty twenty-two. Three hundred thirty-nine days until Thanksgiving. Uh, happy belated birthday to my mom. Yeah, happy birthday, Miss Gay. Which was on Thursday. Oh, happy birthday. She came out. She did. She was out there. Um, Incredible. Incredibly nice woman. Yeah. Woman. She I didn't came up to the her, booth and hung out with her. She, I had to run down and talk to somebody from the, I think it was the Poth radio team or stuff like that before, because she was there for the Holly and Refiro game. Mm-hmm. And I looked back down to our booth, and she was just standing there having like this deep conversation with Mike Craven. I'm like, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I hope this is where can this be going? <laughs> I hope there's there's a few ways this could go, and, and a couple of them lead to her being like, hey, guess what? I'm I guess I'm moving to Austin. Right. <laughs> he's gonna hang out with Mike. Yeah. Like he's got a dog. Uh, episode 1516. <laughs> It is our UIL State Championship recap extravaganza. Uh, that's why we've got. That's why we're rolling deep because we're going to be talking to all about the state championship games at uh, AT&T Stadium in Arlington, where we spent the last week. All of us have voices. All of us have slept since then, which is good because I think we were all pretty exhausted. Um, so we will be running through each of the twelve games, ranking them from twelve to one, uh, including some with some clips from our friends at Valley Sports Southwest, so that you can see exactly what key moments were in each game. Before we get to that, do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was just Chad, Daniel Agnew, uh, Zill0678, yeah. and uh, Ed McElroy. So some familiar faces and some new faces. Welcome in, fellas Hell and yeah, lady Zill. fellas, or I don't know. Hell yeah, Could Zill. be either. I have a question for everybody. How did you guys do on your state picks? Did you keep track? I went seven uh, and five. I need five. to go count. Oh, I need to go I did count. Awful. Um, <laughs> I know I went zero for the yeah. last day. You went zero for three. The I last went zero for three the last day. Uh, yeah, because I you took Vandy. I, I took Vandergriff and then I took College Station. Yeah, you College Station. Up. I knew was definitely a uh, that was an upset. Pick. Definitely an upset pick. So, but yeah, I went zero for I'd three. I have to go day, back so. and I'll go back and count. I think I missed five. maybe two or three. You so you went like seven and three. I think so. Dang. I need great. to. I need yeah, because she picked she picked Duncanville. And China Spring. And China, China Spring. Spring. Right, you had China Spring. Mm-hmm. And I think those but are I the big. Those Holly. are the big ones she had different. Yeah. Yeah, I did not. I know pick I Holly. went seven and five, which is exactly what I did last year, um, mm. and and that's, that's all I'm looking for, folks. Because <laughs> you're paying the vig. It's all good. Sure. Um, all right. Before we get into the games, let's do a state vibe check. Um, Vibes. So we got there Tuesday. Set up mm-hmm. Mallory. Um, Grabbed all the equipment and threw it on her back and carried them up the stairs. The elevators weren't working. Yeah. To the ninth floor of AT&T Stadium and deposited all the equipment. They don't call me quads for nothing. Quadzilla over <laughs> here. Um, Quadzilla doing work. Um, we got there Wednesday for uh, for six man football action. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, we'll get we'll get into the individual games here in in in, in a bit. Uh, you guys also. Um, I thought the crowds for the six man t- games were pretty good. They were incredible. Um, you know, pound for pound, they're they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. Westbrook um, was very surprising. Westbrook brought a lot. Of Westbrook people. brought. I thought because sometimes I worried their second time here. It's like ah, uh, like it's not going to be that big mm-hmm. a deal. But like mm-hmm. no, they, they I think they brought an even bigger crowd. crowd. Mm-hmm. That was very good. Uh, and then we got to the nightcap with Albany and Mart. Good crowd there. Uh, how was you guys' MCing experience? Because you guys got to be um, you got to do the uh, the MC thing for the first time. I had a blast. Yeah, it was a it lot was of fun. 
yeah. it was really cool to see like your face up there you know oh, and the, world, the world's largest tv yeah, yeah basically yeah. it was and i think the hardest part about it was that when you're talking you hear yourself over the speakers mm-hmm. about three seconds afterwards mm-hmm. so you have to really it's not like north texas when you're in like a, a basketball arena where you hear yourself like when you're talking mm-hmm. right there's a there's quite a bit of delay so you really had to focus hard to to be able to understand make help people understand what you're saying so Ish and and good oh i was gonna say yeah no there that is so much fun like it is fun. feeling the energy from the crowd like when you say come on and everyone goes ah! like mm-hmm. that like there's instant gratification that you did your job right and yes. that's like a really good feeling there yes. would also there i went seven and three seven and three well done mm-hmm. um there was um because uh, there there were times in the past where they would between games they would have um, they would put like the the ballet broadcast on the screen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so like I knew we would be on there and there were definitely a couple of times where I tried to pop the crowd a little bit and I'd be like yeah but you know these China Spring fans are coming in you know they're going to be loud <laughs> and then like stuff like that uh, Ish you quarterbacked our instant reactions this mm-hmm. week on, te- on 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 YouTube yep. uh, did you uh, and you and Step were going back and forth How'd, yeah how'd that go that was fun um, I liked it you know me and Step were able to feed off each other pretty well um you know, obviously the results of some games, some were more in depth. Some instant reactions were longer and more in depth than others, because <laughs> um, there was much more to talk about. But no, it was, it was good. Okay. Um, I like doing that. So let's address the elephant in the room. Yeah. Okay. Some of the games this week. Stinky. Mm, most That's good. Most <laughs> good. Now look again. Mo- like, most of the games this like, week. Like. It was pretty rough. We had one each day. Because like here's the we thing. We had one okay. good one each day. Yeah. So like, if you're a Carthage fan. Mm. You thought that game ruled. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're like, <laughs> yeah. You're like, this is great. Yeah. Uh, we're going to win the state championship, and we know sure. we're going to win the state championship after one quarter, right? Uh-huh. Right. But, like, at the same time, from, like, our perspective, we're like, we're there to be entertained. Right. It was like, ah, well, there's another one. Cool. I counted, and I don't, I, 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 I count three and a half good yeah. games. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. The half is fair. Yeah. Because what I have ranked fourth on our on our on our countdown, I thought was yeah. compelling and interesting, uh-huh. but like ultimately was a seventeen point game that became a ten point game in garbage time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you mean South Oak Cliff? South Oak Cliff. Yeah, yeah. Spoiler yes. alert for the yes. countdown. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was that that to me is like half of a good game. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. Okay, so that half. was the half. I was yeah, like half. three and a half. That's yeah, where I'm. That, that's where I'm. Okay, that makes sense. Um, so then it was tied at halftime. It was tied yeah, going yeah. into seventeen twelve. Seventeen twelve. Oh, was yeah. it? I thought they got the safety before the half. No, it was, no they came out of half. In the third. They came out of half. Field goal, safety, to tie yeah. it up. The rare two safety game. Um, oh yeah. Thursday, Thursday came and went. I did color on two games, which was fun. I got to work with Ted Emmerich. Good people. Let me just tell you guys this. Ted Emmerich makes that look so easy, <laughs> and it is not. <laughs> and especially. Perfect Especially example. in bad games. So we get we did yeah. Gunner and Puff, okay, and that game's thirty-five nothing in the fourth in the yep. third quarter, and that's the moment where you have to empty, you've got to empty the notebook, mm-hmm. and his notebook is thick with two C's, okay. <laughs> so he's got everything. It's like, and he's like, oh, let's talk about this guy. You know, I've got a story about him. We can do this, and it's like, all right, if I was up here, I'd be drowning. I'd be like, because there's not, there's how many times can you say? Boy, Gunner's really good, huh? Right, right, yeah. right. right. No. This offense is operating. Oh, man, they're great. <laughs> Defense looks great. They've just been outstanding. They're going to win a state championship. How do you have time to 
to prepare for that. He, his prep work's I mean, unbelievable. How? He had he had notebooks for each. You game. must not sleep. I mean, he had notebooks for each game. It was yeah. unbelievable. That's wild. Uh, but it was that was a lot of fun. A life of a broadcaster. It, it, mm-hmm. it is, man. You're just grinding, yeah. and and he's but he. I mean, it was funny because I was on the and, and I know Pickle you listen on a lot of them because Craig Way called a lot of them too. Mike Leslie called uh, one, and uh, Dave Raymond of the Rangers called Poor one. Poor Dave. <laughs> Dave was so excited. Was, this is his first time calling high school football so games. Dave, and he Dave was, Raymond's the voice of the Texas Rangers. By and the way. he was okay. so excited. And he got the Carthage game and the Alito game. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Dave. Like, we felt so bad. If for anyone him. can do those games, though, it's, it's people who know how to broadcast baseball. baseball. Games. Oh, yeah. yeah. Where they're just you want to talk about They know kill. how to add colors. Yes. You right. know what no. I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I just felt bad for him. <laughs> when did you guys? <laughs> oh yeah. When did you guys start to fade? When were you guys like, oh god, like wh- the wh- second half of the Carthage game was rough. The Friday morning. Yeah. Yeah. When when were you fading? That's a good question. Or, no, no, a, no, no, no. The second half of the Alito game. Yeah. The second oh, the half of the Alito game was the roughest one for me. Yeah. That long, really? I was I was fading before that. What was the, what was the <laughs> I was getting worried it? about Saturday morning mm, at one point. Like, I'm trying am to remember. I going to make it? Right. Um, and then it didn't help that that game also yeah. was not great. Um, honestly, it might have been Carthage Wimberley. Yeah. It might have been it might have been Friday morning where you're just like Jesus. Like, I mean, it got to be twenty. It was twenty-one nothing after one quarter, and right. he was like, "Oh boy." Right. He says that he yeah. was actually sitting up in the booth next to me, having the time of his life, yeah. but. He's gonna front for the camera here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was. We had our booth up there. Mm-hmm. Great, great crew up there. Um, you know, you know, it's always good when the team's together. But then we add in like our friend Josh Mank, Mike Roach came by, Gabe mm-hmm. Brooks came by, Guy, Guy Frazier mm-hmm. came by, Nick Thi- Harris, Thi- Thi- Frazier, Nick Harris, Hudson was up um, there at one point. Hudson stand And then a uh, big shout out too to Trevor Bullard yes, and Gavin Moritz mm-hmm. because yeah. they yes. they Huge took the gauntlet of editing the instant reaction mm-hmm. videos, which I'm telling you that is a difficult job for 12 of those things in such a timely manner too yes and you've got to have them up obviously quick it's called instant for a reason but then also gavin did a lot of work with social media so a lot of the posts that you were seeing the last couple days were him which was really awesome so So they were huge helps so they were huge help saturday morning we all woke up early because your boss made you wake up early yes and we went over to texas live for our third Technically, third annual. We've, mm-hmm. It's an annual event. It's the third one. Mm-hmm. We've not had them consecutively. Mm-hmm. Um, our meet and greet there, uh, subscriber meet and greet. Great crowd out there. Yeah. Great talk with the subscribers, uh, and 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 chatting around, eating breakfast tacos, uh, per use. Great to talk with uh, a number of coaches stopped by, uh, and just you know people who are just in town for for games. It's good to good to hang out with them. We went over there a little bit early. I I had a dad moment there where I was like, okay, everybody. We do need to get on the field and take a team picture. We need a family photo for the Christmas card. <laughs> the Christmas so card. We, so we did. We, got we should send out Christmas cards. We should send out Christmas From cards. That's what every, everyone wants, more pictures of our faces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As if they don't yeah. see them enough. Yeah. So we took, a, we took a photo. Oh, you, can, we, you can arrange that. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's not a great idea anymore. Is maybe, it? maybe next year. <laughs> maybe next. Year. Someone has to do the thing that you have suggest. And let's maybe next. Year. Um, and then, and then, yeah, we uh, we closed it all says. out. Uh, Saturday came and went. Pickle maybe. hopped on High School Scoreboard Live uh, did, alongside. Yeah. We went four wide with Aaron Hardigan, Craig Way, myself, and then Ashley Pickle, and then we were done. And then, uh, how late did you guys sleep on on Sunday morning? Uh, not. I had a 
I had a volunteer event, so I couldn't sleep in that. I wow. get up at like nine, so that's fine. Were you caring about the community? Well, no, because it was actually it was World Cup final. I slept through the World Cup final. <laughs> oh no, I will. I was Dude, up for that. That game rocked. I know it did. And then I went back and watched it. And then uh, I woke. And up then I had my volunteer event, so yeah, I didn't sleep in that much. I woke but, up at yeah. noon. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I was so up tired. at like nine thirty. I had to go pick up Ava. Jeez, man, I got kids and I slept in. <laughs> I had a family Christmas, so I, wow. I, I okay, didn't. Okay, well, um, never mind. We I slept in, and it was great. <laughs> <laughs> Mallory said, "How do I politely tell them I'm staying in bed all day?" <laughs> yeah. It's like, love you guys. Because I, I, I'm just, I'm worthless the day after state. I'm yeah. just like, I have to like I, warn, I, my, I have to like warn my wife and be like, listen. I had to be not productive. Want to talk much? Right. Yeah. I had to be productive, but I, to, tomorrow, tomorrow will yeah. be my day of worthlessness. Yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah, correct. Okay, <laughs> so let's do it. Let's count down all 12 of these state championship games. Now, again, if you are a fan of the team that won, you're going to think that game was awesome. And mm-hmm. if you are a fan of the team that lost, you're going to think that game sucked. But we are viewing this from a neutral perspective, of just from a pure entertainment perspective. Vibes. It's a, uh, What were the vibes of this game? Okay, we'll start with number 12. Stop bringing him down to the ground. That's been a good uh, drive for Edwards in on a lot of these plays so far. A pick the hand off again. Haney up the middle, and he is gone. They're all catching. 58 yards. Hoss Haney with another Bearcat touchdown. He gets to full stride, which doesn't take much time. It's a thing of beauty. Great read. Nice hole, and then he gets out behind the second level. Nobody's going to catch him. Nine carries, 139 yards for the leading rusher in this game. Haas Haney has definitely turned some heads this afternoon. And he has the Bearcats up big. Extra point from Mirador is good. It's a 42-0 Bearcat lead. Well, just like the first half began. Alito 52, College Station 14 in the 5A Division One State Championship game. Uh, so I'm just going to warn you guys, the first half of this uh, is going to be a lot of uh, a lot of rear-end kickings, mm-hmm. so to speak. Uh, and this was one of them Saturday morning uh, where Alito, I believe they got the ball first and scored in five plays in a minute 39. Mm-hmm. And then they scored. They got the ball back, and they scored in four plays in a minute forty-nine. And then they got the ball back again, and they scored in seven plays in two thirteen. And that's when everyone looked up and said, "Ugh." And it was twenty-one nothing at the end of the first quarter, and it didn't get a whole lot better from there from College Station. This was this was an offense on full tilt mm-hmm. for Alito. Hoss Haney looked great in yeah. this game. Jalen Pope broke the record for 5A receiving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, receiving. He had a receiving record. Uh, they got yeah, a, 228 a, yards. Mm-hmm. They had a pair of touchdowns. Uh, this game was 52 nothing. I was going to say, I think it was. two minutes left in the game. Yeah. College Station got two window dressing touchdowns mm-hmm. there at the end. Um, and so this is something I'm very interested in because Region 1 and Region 2 Yep. Mm-hmm. Went eleven and one at the title games. Mm-hmm. The only team from Region Three or Four to win was Franklin, Franklin. which is super rare, by the way. Mm. One thing I'm interested in, we won't know until next year, is is this a realignment thing, and have the, has the balance of power? Is this going to be a two year thing? Right. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Because it's possible that, that there's that there's because one thing we we knew, especially in five A Division One, mm-hmm. we knew that that left side of the bracket. Right, Alito, 
Denton Ryan, Centennial, Centennial, yeah. Longview. Longview, Lancaster, all those teams over there on that left side of the bracket was going to be where the power was. Mm-hmm. And on the right side, that's why we thought, oh man, a team from the Valley could make a right. really deep run because the right side, not as loaded as it has been right. in past years. And I thought this was a perfect example of that. Of It's now pretty clear to me. College Station, a great year, a lot to be proud of. It's now pretty clear to me that Longview's the second best team in the state. Right. Right. Yes, 100%. Well, and that's something that we had talked about beforehand that we felt like, I know Mallory and I talked about it yeah. on WTF, that we felt like that state semifinal yeah. was the, championship. the state championship. Yeah. And that, you know, it's unfair the way that it works out that way. You wish it could be the two best teams in the entire classification going up against each other, but sometimes that doesn't work out. And so you're right. I think it solidified it. Hoss Haney was awesome in this game. Go ahead. I was going to say, isn't that, we talked about that with basketball, state basketball. Isn't that how it shakes out in state basketball? More or less. Um, sometimes you'll have a Houston school, you know, come through, but usually like if you're in the smaller classification, especially on the girls' side, uh, reg- uh, Region One, mm-hmm. you know, West Texas is really dominant. And then as you get more, as you get bigger, yeah, the DFW Metro. Um, but again, you have like an offshoot of like Beaumont United for the boys, or yeah. like um, things like that. But no, for the most part, you're right. Like it is like a it, when you get to the, especially when you get to the bigger classifications, Region Two is really dominant, um, unless you have a team kind of pulling an upset from a Houston mm-hmm. area. Um, but yeah, it is kind of very similar to that. I was really impressed with Alito's defense. They were exceptional in this game. Mm-hmm. We, we knew College Station's. We, I thought College Station's defense may have been able to hold a minute. Once that became clear, it was right. like, boy, this this Alito defense pinning their ears back. Yeah, and that defensive after. line for Alito, both yeah. lines for Alito. They're not very big, but they're quick. Yeah. And College Station, while they're more meaty, yeah. they didn't have the speed. Beefy. To, yeah, they're beefy. There's some yeah. beefy lines. They didn't have the speed to keep up with them. Alito mm-hmm. wins their 11th state championship. That's a record. Tim Buchanan wins number 8, which puts them in rarefied air. Well, I guess, like, to me, the other thing when, and we can kind of, this we can have this discussion as we move on too, but, like, there were also some upsets in the playoffs in Region 3 and Region 4. Yes. Right? Like, yeah. and so, you know, we can get, when we get to 6AD2, we can talk about, you know, I don't know if we expected Van, I picked Vandegrift to win mm-hmm. the region, but I think nine you know if they played 10 games i would have picked katie over them right yeah. and does katie give a better matchup to Desoto right. than vanagriff does maybe it's um but we do see those upsets kind of it's it's it happens in the ncaa tournament too right you mm-hmm. get a 16 seed beating a one and all of a sudden they run into whoever and they get maybe they get blown beaten out. blown yeah. out because they were really hot they caught their they caught fire in their moment and then it just can't sustain itself for a full mm-hmm. You know, playoff yeah. run. Who knows? Um, sometimes they end up winning state if they if they catch fire at the right mm-hmm. time. But sometimes it just they hit a wall. Yeah. So that's number twelve. Number eleven. Of the post eleven. Hellman. Ivy Hellman picking his way for the touchdown. His second here in the second half. I know I'm a broken record. But the left side of this offensive line for Gunner is doing work. Goodness gracious, they're going to just zone blocking out to the left, and it's going to be guys walling off defenders. Great blocks from the receivers as well. Ivy Hellman hits paid Gunner 42, post 7 in the 3A Division II state championship game. And here with a moment to gush about his favorite offense <laughs> is Ishmael Johnson. I mean, I had fun. <laughs> I mean, like, this was number one for me. I mean, like it, it, it's it's crazy to me how it's a copycat league and it's a copycat sport. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, this is a week after Mike Leach passes away, and we mm-hmm. see everybody basically running a version of his offense now. 
and there's no one in the state trying to do this offense. Yeah. And I understand there there is like some you know uh, uh kind of you have the tools you have and so you kind of kind of maximize that, right? So it's not it's not if you have a bunch of five-star players you're probably not going to be running this offense, yeah. right? But We've seen the success over and over again, and we've seen how it wears teams down. We see how when they do have athletes, right? You remember Dylan Jans a couple years mm-hmm. ago, Ethan Sloan at this year's team. Like, it still can work, and it still can look really interesting, and it's hard to play game plan for because no one does it. I don't know how no one else has tried to do this because yeah. Gunner just like started running this offense and then became a powerhouse. Yeah. Like it wasn't like Gunner was like, oh, they're winning state titles and they're doing all this, and then they switched under Jake Fazell. It's like, no, they just kind of changed to this offense yeah. and then have not stopped winning since. The first year they, the first year we asked Jake Fazell about it, he's like, yeah, we basically copycatted the Odessa Permian Veer, yeah, and we put it in the pistol, right? And the first year we won a title in 2016, right? It's like, yeah, it works, right? And the offense was. Hummin, mm-hmm. uh, Ethan Sloan, Ashton Bennett, Ivy Hellman all scored uh, some uh, touchdowns. What's funny about this is you look at the box score, their leading rusher had 87 yards, right. but they had four guys who had more than 50. Right. And that's, just, that's the way it works. Yeah. Um, they're offensive line cooks, but to me, their defense was suffocating. And they helped Poth, who really had to run the ball to win this game, they held him to 133 yards on the ground on 37. Yeah, carries. that touchdown was like garbage points. Yeah, they scored it. They scored it. It was 42 7. It was 42 nothing, And then uh, Poth scored a touchdown yeah. with 16 seconds left. Well, and I kept hyping up the post defense because the post defense yeah. was exceptional all year long. I think they like they were averaging a, like an allotment of like seven points allowed mm-hmm. per game, um, but they were exceptional and they just got exposed. Yeah, it was true. Gunner had it was fun to watch the Gunner offense work, but it was mm-hmm. even more fun to watch the Gunner defense go up and say, "Hey, the team that you've been praising their defense all year, like yeah. look at ours because their what they were was... doing they they just took away Zane Robbie like yeah. absolutely null and void could not get anything off the edge. They were in the backfield the whole time. That's exactly right. I mean, they 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 could not get anything going with their two guys, Robbie and 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 Matthew Bunn, and um and they warmed down and and you saw you saw those. It was classic gunner mm-hmm. offense where it's like seven nothing in the first, and then like each quarter they score more, mm-hmm. and because those runs start going for three, and then five, yep, and then nine, and then fourteen, and mm-hmm. then it's like oh man, like then it just it's downhill, and if you're behind, it's so hard to come back. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, but gunner goes wire to wire at number one in three A division two. On to number ten. Hang on. on Say it to again. Number ten. Forty six yard line, the line to game. Looking to throw. He goes deep. Far sideline has Patty. Patty breaks a tackle and he's in. Touchdown, Carthage. A 50 yard throw and run. Cuff to Noah Patty. And yeah, Noah Patty, we talked about him in the open. He gets a free release off the ball. Man to man coverage and his top end speed separates him. Lane Patek, who is an outstanding cover guy, not able to keep up, and Patty runs right by him, and another beautiful throw downfield by Counter Cuff. Well, that combination, Cuff and Patty, so lethal, and the extra point good by Madrano. Patty had 16 touchdown catches. Carthage 42, Wimberley nothing in the 4A Division II state championship game. And Scott Surratt is 9-0 in title games. I talked with a coach. We talked with a coach on Thursday night. Um, 
over a beverage because mm-hmm. it was ahead of the it was ahead of the the Carthage game, and I said, oh, "Man, you know, he's, he's played Scott's rap before," mm-hmm. and I was like, "Man, you know, he's mm-hmm. he's just such a good play caller," and he said, "You know what makes him such a great play caller?" He I'll, I'll paraphrase here. He doesn't care. He will run any play mm-hmm. on any down and distance, and he trusts his scheme. And I thought that touchdown right there, mm-hmm. perfect example. It's scoreless. You're at midfield. It's the side. first drive of the game. Yeah. How many teams punt? Hmm? 80% of them? How many mm-hmm. teams just get something across the marker? How many of them yep. are like, all right, we're going to run quarterback draw. Yeah. We're going to run quick screen, something like that. He's like, yeah, one-on-one coverage. I'm just going to. We take a deep shot. Yep. And sure enough, hits no patty. I thought... I thought the most the most indicative and most revealing play of this game was the first play from scrimmage. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you remember, they take a they take a deep shot. Yeah, and I think they and, and Connor Cuff misses them. Yeah, but Noah Patty had like two steps on his guy. Yes, and I don't remember who I was who I was standing. It might have been it might have been Coach Purcell. I turn to him and I go. Oh boy! Oh, that's going to be there all day. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, they took deep shot after deep shot. The Carthage machine was online, Mallory. They looked awesome. Yeah, I mean, they just—I feel like watching them. They're a team that just kind of exudes confidence, you know, like yeah. through the play calling. They're just—they just outmatch every team through size, through athleticism. I mean. I want to apologize for picking, not picking Carthage to win uh, the region. All right, no, I picked them to win the region, but originally I picked, I did not pick them to win state, so I just want to apologize to Coach Scott Surratt and Montreal Hatton for that. In your face. Well, they, they, by the way, they did that Bullets without Montreal Hatton. Material. Yeah, of course, say, right, yeah, right. Think about that. That's a great point. Technically, their yeah. most gifted player. Yeah, they're, right, yeah. they're, big, they're certainly the best prospect. Sure, sure. And if sure. he was out there, I mean, it would have been well, even. Yeah. What would that have been? The thing I took away from that game the most that surprised me was the amount of just completely broken coverage they forced Wimberley to have. I mean, there were multiple times. When we were doing – I was sitting next to Ish during this game, and Mm -hmm. he was doing hashtag UIL state draws. Get it going. Yes. Um, And I was like, hey, you need to draw an island. Like, put Noah Patty – like, draw a little island with a palm tree and put Noah Patty on it. Like, that. that's what it was. I was – that's a good Wimberley defense. Yeah. It's – they're not – they made it to state for a reason. But the number of times that they just completely schemed to break coverage and had someone wide open – I mean, by, like, Mm – 15 yards wide open was insane. It was, it was Didn't, uh, remarkable. Coach Surratt's son got to play a little bit too? Jet. Jet Surratt's son did play in this game. He came in. Not Jet Surratt's son. In the, you, you want to you talk about the situation in which he okay. came in? I'm just going to say this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Scott Surratt's a good dude. I like Scott Surratt a lot. Yeah. I want to be, be very clear about this. It's toward the end of the second quarter. They're uh-huh. up like 28 nothing. Yes. 21 Right before the half. Right before the half. Uh, it must have been, yeah. I think it was twenty. It was twenty. They're up twenty-eight nothing. Mm-hmm. They're at like the. They're at like the. It's like second down or something mm-hmm. at the. At like the, the goal line. Yeah, the four or five something yeah. like that. They bring in Jet Surratt, who's mm-hmm. his freshman son, who's going to be yes. might be the starting quarterback next year. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. And they've split Connor Cuff out wide, and Surratt throws a fade ball to Cuff mm-hmm. in the end zone, and he misses him. They score uh, on fourth down. They go for it, run a throwback, and score. Yeah. Go up thirty-five nothing in the halftime. 
And I remember that play and thinking, my God, <laughs> in the second quarter of a title game. It's incredible. You've got the freshman, your freshman, freshman. son coming in and throwing a fake Fate. ball. <laughs> it's like he was in his bag yes. at that point. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And Amazing. the play calling was exceptional. Let's give some credit to the defense, too, because this Wimberley offense had been cooking, mm-hmm. and they could, they had no room to breathe None. in this game. This was, this was masterful stuff from Carthage. They were... Very clearly the best team in 4A Division Two. This was well, dominant. Heck, the one time the, the Wimberley finally breaks down and we're going, oh my gosh, it was like a 40-yard run by their running back. And then the Carthage player who goes, like, unbelievable speed the defensive back had to get up to him. And then he literally grabs the ball, rips it out of his hands, takes it 20 yards back the other way. I was God, like, was that that game? Oh my yeah. goodness. I forgot. Yes. <laughs> they actually, it, I remember it, seeing it that. It happened twice. Like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, the one, the one good thing for Wimberley. Yeah, right. you remember they just Carthage fumbled on the- it away from mm-hmm. them. And I'll tell you, Carthage fumbled on their first drive deep in their own territory. Mm-hmm. They went for it on yeah. fourth, and they fumbled it. Mm-hmm. And C- Wimberley gets the ball at their oh, at the Carthage thirty-seven, and mm-hmm. I'm going, this is how it happened. Right. Remember, because they turned the ball over a bunch against Glenrose. Like mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. it comes. Mm-hmm. They get the ball back like five five plays later, touchdown to No Patty, and and it's and it's on. I but, mean, we, me and Step talked about this. Is like if you. Carthage has one uncarthage game a year basically. Yeah. Yeah. And if they don't lose, they're not losing. That's With, and they had they had it against Glen Rose. Mm-hmm. Last year they had it against China Spring and lost. If they don't lose, they're if they don't lose that one slip up game, they're not yeah. losing. Yeah. I would have What's to say about Glen Rose by the way? Sure. Glen Rose yeah. Yeah. good football. Right. Sure. Yeah. I would have loved to see, to been a fly on the wall in practice this past week with, oh. with mm-hmm. Coach Surratt after they right almost after that, yeah. kind of barfed that one up. That right. would have been um, fun yeah. to see. Number nine. Returned by Brody White for the score. And here's Rigdon right now. Had him strung out, but it doesn't matter. Here he goes. And look at him cross the field. Amazing 60-yard touchdown run on the first play of the second half. That's Grayson Rigdon through and through. Yeah, it, that, what's incredible about that play is they had three in the backfield rushing or trying to control him, and he just waited it out, waited it out, saw a little bit of opening. See, he's pauses, then he makes the corner. Now he knows he's got numbers. He's got numbers in his... What's, what's amazing is you see his linemen downfield with their hands up trying to stop it, you know, just so they don't commit a, a turn, a check back block. Look at that run. All, just got a hand on him. That's about it. Two-point conversion kick is good. And it is now a 54-20 to 20 lead for Benjamin. And Granger, like you said, Benjamin 68, Lorraine 20 in the 1A Division II State Championship game. It's how we kicked it off on Wednesday, and it was – it's the Grayson Rigdon show. I love that kid. Uh, he was the best player on the field by a factor of three. Mm-hmm. Um, A.J. Williams is really good for Lorraine too, but the numbers for Grayson Rigdon, who is now a two-time off state title game offensive MVP and will almost certainly be a two-time 1A player of the year. Mm-hmm. Um 10 carries, 255 yards, five touchdowns, two for two passing, 88 yards, two touchdowns. This was a really good first An quarter. An immaculate game. And he's right. a sophomore, right? Is <laughs> sophomore. Sophomore? Good Lord. This is a really good like first quarter and a yep. half. It was it was fun. Lorraine's yeah. defense got off to a pretty good it start, was, and then Rigdon did Rigdon things. It was 24-20 mm-hmm. with 9.31 left in the second quarter. Yeah. 
and you're going, okay. I like it. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Like Lorraine can hang. Mm-hmm. But then the Benjamin defense bowed up and made some big plays. And they, I do not think they stopped. I need to look at this. I do not think they stopped um, Benjamin at all. I think Benjamin had the ball every, in fact, uh, yeah, Benjamin touched, scored touchdown every possession. So, yeah. see the, the game. And they got they got enough stops. They they scored. Uh, uh, Benjamin, or rather, Lorraine scored on three of their first four possessions, and then they didn't score again. And Benjamin scored on all nine of their possessions. Is that right? Nine of their possessions. Yeah. This one made it about halfway through the third quarter. Yep. It ended yeah, with six sixteen six, left yeah. in the third quarter. Benjamin. Because I didn't so- get to do Texas trivia. Presented oh, by right. HEB. That's right. Yeah, you got, got 45 before got the 40. end of the third quarter. Benjamin <laughs> yeah, wins the right. first ever state championship uh, in uh, in runaway fashion. Number eight. Adam football since 1961. Adam Hill, third and three. First down and a touchdown. Adam Hill reeling his way 27 yards. And Albany extends the lead. They run him off left tackle, and Adam Hill says, wait a second. Tepper, you've been talking about how Mart's the faster team. Watch this. Watch this blazing speed. In for the score. Might as well be a monster machine. It's a touchdown for Albany. Now up 28. Albany 41, Mart 21 in the 2A Division Tuesday Championship game Wednesday night at at t Stadium in Arlington. And... Um, we all got this one wrong. I think yeah. we all uh, let's all well, own up let me, to it. Let me a, an apology. <laughs> oh my gosh! First of all, congratulations to Denny Faith, who's uh-huh. been waiting a long time for this. Thirty-six long years. Long time. Thrilled for him. Ish. This whole game came down to one thing and one thing only, and that is that Albany beat them up up front. And that's something we have not seen Mart get beat. We, that's not a style in which we've seen market beat, right? Yeah. When they lost to Winthorst, it was more or less Winthorst dragging them down and making them play between the hashes and not letting the explosive plays go through, and then Winthorst coming out with enough on their end. Uh, when they lost last year in, uh, was it? Fall City. Fall City, yeah. Similar, right? And what it was was basically it's like we're going we're gonna to str- sit on the football and yeah. really maintain possession and stop you from, like, stop you from getting to the outside yeah. and you know maybe limit explosive plays and Mart still gets theirs every once in a while mm-hmm. and there was nothing no. there was nothing this I mean we'll talk about another dominant performance as well in in 2A but we didn't I've never seen Mart get out you know completely outplayed on both sides of the ball like they did it was one. it was amazing yeah, yeah I was going to say I think that one of the most surprising things to me was that Mart's defense all year had been just incredible. I mean, mm-hmm. they had been outscoring opponents incredibly, and mm-hmm. then they just go out there, and it's like an animal they'd never seen before. Albany yep. was incredible. Coil of Fever is... Mm. I'll say it. He plays stellar. I'll say it. Incredible. Can I get the single? <laughs> He's got that dog in him. <laughs> How could you be so brave to say it? Coil of Fever's got that dog in him. Um, and they were when when mart was at their best when they were able to get their playmakers out in space mm-hmm. it happened like twice brandon and lundy had a couple of touchdown catches but in the end like they bottled them up yep and then they mashed them and warmed down up front mm-hmm. zane wagner their big tackle mm-hmm. for albany 
was the dominant force in this game. He yeah. was incredible in this game. Which was so crazy because we had both heard. I know we were both on coaches' calls, and then you had called a couple mm -hmm. other coaches, and everything that I had heard from every single person that I talked to before this matchup was that Mark was bigger in the trenches than yep. they have ever been, You're ever. From, yep. So that's what it was like, oh, okay, well, if people are saying that after we've watched Mark just whop people Smash year in people. and year out, then mm -hmm. this has to be a domination. Yeah. And, man, <laughs> woof, this were was we a, wrong? This is a complete performance from Albany. Mm -hmm. They were complete in this game, and they looked awesome. Um Awfully impressive, and we're, we're three, got, can't help but be thrilled for for Denny Faith, who's been waiting a long, long time mm -hmm. for this. He finally gets got that crown jewel, that much deserved state championship. He'd been 0 3, I think, or 0 4 in title games entering this game. I know he'd gotten yeah. beat at least three. 0 3, 3, because he had beat uh, he got beat by Rashad Paul twice, mm -hmm. and he had lost another game earlier. It was pretty early yeah, on into his so, career, which was the other thing that I pointed out on uh, Bally was the fact that Coach Faith has been at Albany all 36 of those years. Like yeah. I think that that makes it even more yeah. of a cool story yeah. that offensive line for albany was the M i mean they gave the mvps to uh coil of fever and white windham they deserved it but the real mvps for me were the offensive and defensive lines for albany who were spectacular in this game number seven three touchdowns but it is the younger of the backs jeffrey stating his case now it's Ware's turn and he does what he does best and takes it in for the score yeah hole opened up right there and, and he just zoomed right through it that was a that was just his speed and great blocking up front from uh westbrook bursting up the middle yeah, yeah. you see it right there he sees that hole you know that uh bo Payne opened up bo Payne just moved his his man out there to the left just created a lot of space westbrook what was the final score it's up there. 69. Nice. Nice. Abbott 24 in the 1A Division One State Championship game. And I would like to uh, say to Homer Matlock, the head coach at Westbrook. <laughs> yep. You're welcome. I've now picked against them in two title games. <laughs> <laughs> and they're 2-0. and oh, So, <laughs> send me a ring. <laughs> I saw him before the game on the field, and I talked to him, and I was like, how are you doing, coach? He's like, good. You picked against us. So we're going to be great. And I'm like, <laughs> Which yeah, is well, good because Homer Matlock when, when, is a massive dude who is. you do not want on your yes. bad side because hey. he looks like he could pumble you to shreds. Hey, hey. <laughs> when he's right, he's right. Yep. <laughs> exactly right. And this game, again, was, uh, was, was nip and tuck. It was 24-16 late into the second quarter. Mm -hmm. um, when Abbott scored, but then Westbrook scored right before uh, they, 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 won, they won the middle eight. As they're called. I yes. guess six-man would be smaller quarters, so it would be probably like the middle four. Right, yeah. middle six, uh, middle four. Middle of six, middle four. But they scored go right going into halftime to make it 32-16, and they scored right coming out of halftime uh, with a um, – after they got a stop, and then they, and they scored and made it 38-16. At that point, they were able to just pull away and get a victory. Uh, Cedric Ware was awesome in this game. They 45 them with nine minutes left in the fourth quarter. Our cover boy. Our one cover Cedric yeah. Ware was yeah. awesome. Mm -hmm. Another, he was two. He was he's now he's been the two title games. Mm -hmm. His four MVP awards. Yep. He was offensive and defensive MVP. Right. Which rules. Um, he was awesome in this game, and they were able to diagnose and f and defeat the Abbott defense, which had been so good. And I thought their defense figured some things out as the game went on. Abbott was able to kind of hit some plays here uh, with uh, um, uh, with Mason Hell. He had a touchdown run. Uh, they were able to throw for a touchdown, things here and there. 
but they were able to diagnose his Abbott defense, and it was fantastic stuff. Uh, Westbrook goes, uh, they were the number one team to start the year. They finished the year number one, defeating the postseason number one team, Abbott, and getting their second state championship. That crowd was really good, too. Yep. 4,200. Really, really mm-hmm. good. And I'll tell you a part of it because I didn't think about this until afterwards, but Westbrook and Lorraine are in the same county. Yes, they are. There's three six man schools in that same county. And so that's why the Lorraine crowd was so good, was because you started. I was like, why is there all that blue in the Lorraine yeah, crowd? County is it folks. like kids? Yep. And they were uh, one of the Westbrook guys were like, no, we're in the same county. Yeah, Mitchell <laughs> It was county. the superintendent for Lorraine that was telling me that. That's who oh, it was. Yeah. I thought that was really yeah, cool. That's interesting. Cool. Yeah, and so they, uh, Mitchell County goes one and one in title games, but they get this one as Westbrook <laughs> brings home the one Division One state championship. Number six. The throw near side for Ramon makes the first man miss. Deontay Ramon up the near sideline. Ramon in a foot race. 30, 20, will not be caught. 74 yards for Deontay is putting it on him in the 281 state title game. You know, Mike, we talked about the 22-yard average for Deontay Ramon, and he's just going to make a couple of guys miss here near the boundary in good blocking downfield, getting some of the blockers out in front of him. Jaden Tatum was one of those guys. Walled off the defenders, and it was a foot race, and nobody is going to catch Deontay Ramon in the... Holly 54, Furio 28 in the 2A Division One State Championship game Thursday morning at AT&T Stadium in Arlington. And uh, say this, Holly don't look like a 2A team. No. They got some cats. Yeah, walking on the field before the game, I was really scared for my pick. <laughs> I, yeah, and I was walking, I was like, oh, because Refurio is always the bigger team. Yes. Every single year, right? Every single when before Shiner went on their run, mm. uh, when Mason won mm. the title, they all emphasized, "Yeah, this is our biggest team. We can beat yeah. Refurio. Yeah, we can beat Refurio." There was no contest while well, being on the field. You saw the athletes for Refurio, and you're like, "Oh man, this is probably one of Refurio's more athletic teams." Mm-hmm. And yeah, it didn't matter. It really didn't matter. They well, and how could you pick against them just looking at their resume too? Yeah, I mean, they had such a good resume. I mean, they were definitely yeah. like a, it was they beat definitely Shiner not twice. It was definitely Shiner not twice, la- Timson. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. then yeah, but you know what? Here's the thing: this team would have beaten Shiner. Yeah, I feel like I, they would have beaten yeah. Timson. Deontay Ramon, was maybe sensational. Uh, Timson, Timson's such a, a different team. Sure, they've got that guy. Sure. Um, I don't know. It's it's very interesting. But this is but uh, Austin Compton. What a difference he makes. He was did not play in the title game last year. Mm-hmm. He runs yeah. for four touchdowns in this game. Three in the first of three in the first like fifteen minutes of the game. Right. And really set the tone. And the defense. It it like okay. Let's put it this way. Mm-hmm. Refurio did not help themselves. Sure. Refurio put the ball on the ground a lot mm-hmm. early, and and it got away from them early. I would have loved to see how this game plays out if they don't put the ball on the ground. Sure. Because sure. they kind of got buried early. Right. Because once they kind of started hole on the ball, they got a little mo- they got a little something going offensively. Yep. But yeah, that third quarter was a good offensive showing for yeah. Rubio. But let's but make no mistake about this. Make no mistake. Holly was the better team. Mm-hmm. They were the better team. Yeah. Deontay Ramon is a man child out there yeah. at the two A level. On both sides of the ball, he was a star. I thought Rody Hooper was really good. Mm-hmm. I thought their offensive and defensive lines were great. Mm-hmm. I thought Hez Parker had an interception return for a touchdown, and they yeah, mitigated Hez was the defensive MVP. When when the game was competitive, they mitigated the speed advantage that Refurio had. Yep. 
And that was impressive. I'll tell you, uh, Jason Herring did make it very clear that he was he was surprised that they made it to state this year because of how young they are. There's 11 of them that I think are freshmen or sophomores playing on that team. So if you're a Refurio fan, you have a lot to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, Holly destroyed them. Hmm. Into the top five we go. Number five. Tackle. Deep over the middle. Right there for the catch. Meister. Say goodnight to it. Trey Wisner, 62 yards. Flags thrown at the end of the penalty for unsportsmanlike, but Wisner, the catch and run, out sprinting the Viper defense to the end zone. DeSoto, number five. Well, regardless of the penalty, that was a strike by D.J. Bailey down the middle to a speedy Trey Wisner, and there is no answer when he gets to the middle of the field with this football. The penalty will be attached on the kickoff. He takes off, and there's nobody going to catch him. He's got elite speed, and he knows exactly where he's going, and that's to the end zone. This is a quick strike offense. A lot of talent on the field for this DeSoto. DeSoto 42, Vandegrift 17, the 6A Division II state championship game. In front of almost 35,000 people there. And there's a lot of ways to go when talking about this game. One of them is that I'm, I'm thrilled for Claude Mathis, mm-hmm. who has caught a lot. He's caught, got a lot of criticism over yes. the course of his tenure. His two tenures, if you count, you know, sure. before, yeah. he, before he went to SMU and then after he came back to the high school. He's, mm-hmm. caught, a lot of, he's caught a lot of flack. Um, and... He he went out there, and the, the this team was so different from past DeSoto teams. Right. I thought the telling moment, the telling moment, it's the first drive of the third quarter, of the second half. Vandegrift drives down. Alex Witt runs for a touchdown. It's 21-17. Mm-hmm. It's 21-17. Now, DeSoto's been the better team. Sure. But Vandegrift is feeling it. Mm-hmm. And DeSoto scores the final 21 points of the game and romps. That yeah. is different. Yeah. I mean, if we're being honest, has there ever been in recent history, can you think of another head coach who has built up a nationally recognizable program, mm-hmm. right? And not been considered one of the better coaches? Yeah. In- like, it's always like, like the, the talk was. I think unfairly. Sure. Like, oh, DeSoto's good in spite of right. their head coach. Right. It was like, well, is, who was talking about them in that way before? Right. Him. Right. Yeah. And like, I th- who? I think it was Jonte Cook after the press yeah. at the press conference said, if Kyler Murray doesn't exist, he probably has four. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was Kyler Murray by Kyler doesn't. Murray yeah. He's not born. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Kyler Murray is not born or just born in another. Like, if he plays where if he plays for two, if he's Rashad Paul, right yeah. in two A. Claude Mathis has four rings and, right now. And the other thing about and, and and part of it, at least part of it, is mm-hmm. he's brash. Sure. He's. He is the I said on Bally, he is the most Claude Mathis person you will ever meet in your life. He 100%. is he is one of one. And he's a guy who is confident mm-hmm. and he's not afraid to tell you about that. And I think, I think it bore I think it bordered on personal. Yes. You know? Yeah. And I think the other thing was there it doesn't help that there were a lot of things that as far as like the board 
goes, yes. right? Because you remember the Todd Peterman situation mm-hmm. and how they probably had, uh, I forgot, Robinson. Was it Robinson after him? Mm-hmm. Um, Robinson for a year. Yeah. And so, like, it was it was clearly there were some people that were just like, clearly angling for him to get back. And, yeah. like, that's things that's not for him right if you don't like the 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 circumstances around mm-hmm. what went on there sure fine that's whatever but that was more administrative than yes. him personally so um no to him for hitting him to get that validation and we'll talk about another coach that got a validation as well uh later on i mean it was it was awesome to see and yeah like he said like this desoto team was so much fun to watch they were sides. they Man. looked very disciplined and yeah. i don't think you can say that about every desoto team yeah no yeah, yeah. History, and you, you know? couldn't and like they're not always necessarily fun to watch either. exactly yeah right. but they were i'll tell you like they got so many players uh, Tiger Ryden was the uh, the offensive MVP, mm-hmm. but I thought you could have given it to a number of players. Trey Wisner. Oh, yeah. I thought DJ, DJ Bailey, Bailey yeah. was razor Bailey sharp in this great. game. Um, I the defining moment for me was when Vandergrift forced their second fumble in mm-hmm. the red zone, mm-hmm. and a lot of times in years past, I feel like what we would have seen from a DeSoto team is they hang their heads, the defense allows them to drive down the field, maybe yeah. score or get a they field goal up, or basically. something. Sure. They went, they forced them in their in the red zone to go three and out and instantly got the ball back and scored right after that, and I think that that in the second quarter was the defining moment for me going, okay, this DeSoto team is different. They're yeah. not going to hang their head if something bad happens. Right. It, it was, yeah, they, they found a way through. Mm-hmm. which was not always how DeSoto has done business, but they found a way through when they faced adversity. They did it last week in the semifinal against Geyer. They did it this week against them. And I thought their defense was great. Mm-hmm. Their defense really held their own, and they were put in some tough situations sure. you know, because they you know, they put the ball on the ground a couple yep. times. They mm-hmm. made great halftime adjustments they ma- too, which they is really another did. thing that we haven't seen as much. They were they won the second half, and they were they – were clearly the best team, mm-hmm. Un- undisputed. It was a great year for Vandergrift, a lot to be proud of, but it was – it was evident that the star power was going to win the day, yeah. yep. and that star yep. power for DeSoto brought them a state championship. Mm-hmm. So they win the 6A Division II state championship. That's number five. Number four! Griffin, pressure coming. Able to get rid of it, it's picked off. Take it away, Manny Muhammad. Muhammad takes it back. Touchdown, South Oak Cliff, 41-yard return. There's a flag down. And if South Oak Cliff 34, Port Natchez Groves 24 in the 5A Division II state championship game Friday night. I yes. Something. I don't know. <laughs> I wish I could show y'all, but I can't. This, where that clip stopped was on a fan who was yelling, and it is a very funny image. So sorry. <laughs> it scared me. because I'll show y'all later. So... <laughs> This was classic 2022 South Oak Cliff. Mm -hmm. The more I've thought about it, the more this is them distilled to their very essence, which is the offense gets just enough. Yep. Just does. Just just enough. enough, Mm -hmm. And they find a way. Yeah. They find a way. This, I mean, what was that? That's been their thing all year in terms of like. The first, I'd say more the first half offense, where it's like, uh, can they win a game if they don't score first? Dude, they right? got down seventeen to five, and I thought this is done. They have twelve more points in them, right? Because we've seen them have to just like win games, nine, eighteen to twelve, it's right? Like Argyle, yeah. right? Yeah, like Argyle. and so like it was just like, okay, well, I guess this is just if it's not their night, it's not their night, and I'm I tweeted this out because I was very curious. I said. 
the way that they were running the ball or not not running the ball in the first Portnage's half. Groves could could was matching up up front, and, and I think everyone was like, mm-hmm. I, I, "I about to win this game because Saw can't run it." I said they had to throw inside zone out the door, like because it wasn't working. Yeah. It just wasn't working. And credit to them, instead of doing that. I think what they did, they did was they took the training wheels off of William Little a little mm-hmm. bit because we saw him hit some big throws. He was, good. but throughout the season he's been the quarterback that also turns the ball over. Yes. If you do that, if you let him throw it, and so I get where they were coming from, but also if you were down seventeen to five, you needed to let him go a little bit mm-hmm. and live. Hey, if he makes a mistake, he makes a mistake. You still have this kid for next year, and you know it's, that's going to be your guy more or less. And he made enough throws to where they had to open up. They had to loosen the box a little bit. And then that's what kind of got the run game going mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. It wasn't even that great of a running game performance still. But Javon Thomas was able to get a little bit. And so that he can keep defenses honest because in the first half, they weren't throwing. They had maybe one or two deep shots. But for the most part, they weren't even – PNG was able to, to put maybe six. It wasn't even eight in the box. They were able to stop them with five or six. And yeah. they were able to kind of blitz the outside corners and just kind of contain from that way. And if I told you before the game that South Oak Cliff was going to have 100 yards rushing on 38 carries. Right. They lose. You'd say they're, they're toast. Mm-hmm. But, but defense was, mm-hmm. stood yep. on its head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got, a, got two safeties. Yeah, that was nuts. Two safeties, and yeah, they, they came, came with that. Big. That the, yeah. the Manny Muhammad pick six is going to be the. Oh yeah. Like, yes. If you're talking, go back to last Swung year's the game. title. Yeah. Last year's title game, it was the Quaylen Farrar touchdown run that yes. really sealed it. That's mm-hmm. going to be the moment. The Manny Muhammad touchdown, which, bro, bro, Manny. J- just slide bro. when you get in in the end zone. <laughs> it counted. <laughs> like, let's. <laughs> let's <laughs> I I was on that train too, it's and just, then it counted. It's just like great teams taunt. Right. Like, yeah, it, it, I, if you if it would have been marked down short. Yeah, sure, but they called but it. But here's the thing, and it was fine. It's so, <laughs> it's so interesting because, like, I think we all know how that goes if it's marked down short. Oh, You're sure, absolutely getting stopped. <laughs> yeah, that would, that would probably, yeah, that would probably played right there. But yeah, it, didn't, it counted. Jason Todd, and that's. Let me tell you, that staff, that coaching staff. Oh yeah, is unbelievable. They're incredible. Those the those those second make. half adjustments, yeah. especially mm-hmm. defensively, mm-hmm. were. That's, Unreal. Mm-hmm. After the game, Madison, the reporter, the Madison Hawk, the sideline reporter, asked Coach Todd, "Like y'all clearly made some defensive adjustments." And he was he was the first to say he was like, right, "We have the best defensive staff in the yeah. state." And it's getting to the point where it's hard to deny that. That I mean, was, it was a, Tony Salazar forever with Westlake, and now it's like okay. That was a coaching masterclass. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really was. They were. It's 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 not just talent. They're really talented. They're really that's a really talented ball club. They got a lot of talent on that sideline too. Mm-hmm. Really impressive. Uh, Poor Nature's Groves hung. They 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 threw punch after punch. They had a great crowd. Um, ended up being thirty two thousand was the crowd. Um, I th- I don't know if South Dakota has as many fans this year. I don't. Well, and we talked about. I think Friday more mm-hmm. Friday night. I was gonna say Friday night. Uh, the timing doesn't help. Yeah. Because like it was Saturday morning last year, and you like it, you know you could basically well, you first brought a crowd though. Whew. PNG brought a crowd. Um, good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, go and I was gonna say too. We talked about this. I think what made it look so much smaller was they were wearing black. Mm-hmm. Like last year they were yeah. in white, so you That's could true. see them. You could see the numbers really well. I just think that th- maybe they were disguised a little yeah. bit wearing black well and the other thing of too when it was in the morning and you're all wearing white there's so much sunlight coming in right, it makes it exactly. really bright it mm-hmm. was at nighttime, and so you can't see anyone wearing a dark color underneath the overhang exactly when it's dark yeah. well I, I think the attendance yeah. was actually like 
lower for that it game was. than it was. It just looked like, much smaller, yeah. I think, it because, did. yeah. yeah. Right. Um, but South Oak Cliff goes back-to-back, and uh, they have a quarterback win offensive MVP. Mm-hmm. If I told you that <laughs> third string, no third weeks ago. No their third-string quarterback to start the year. Third-string quarterback. William Little. Remarkable. They go back-to-back. First Dallas ISD program to ever go back-to-back. We're into the good stuff now. Number three. For Thomas Barr. Out of the hold of Jace Garrett, the snap to come from Wyatt Sandage. 20-yard field goal try to win the 4A Division I State Championship. The kick is good. China Spring back-to-back state titles. And in two different divisions, the Cougars win the 4A Division I State Football Championship. China Spring 24, Bernie 21 in the 4A Division I State Championship game Friday afternoon at AT AT&T Stadium. Um... We're finally getting to the fireworks factory here. Mm-hmm. Now we're getting to the really good stuff. Um, okay. Both of you guys. Mm-hmm. All three of you. 9.37 left in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. TJ DeMint runs in for a three-yard touchdown, and Bernie takes a 21-0 lead. Right. What are you thinking? Here's another blowout. Yes. Here's another one of my picks that went down the drain. <laughs> I'm very happy because I was very early on the Bernie. Yes, bailout. you were. Yes. <laughs> so I'm like... Yes. I'm just like sitting there like, yeah. And and I got to be honest. I got to be like, in hindsight, it's easy to say now. Mm -hmm. But if you look at the two touchdowns from, or the first two touchdowns, the passing touchdowns. Yes. Oh, they weren't. They were wild. Go go ahead. No, go ahead. Yes, go ahead. There was, that ball was certainly bouncing Bernie's way. There was one. There was skill involved. There was one sustained drive from them that first half. Yeah, Yeah, it was the the third one. But here's the thing. That's the one that worried me. Sure, because then sure. It's like, uh oh, they go eleven plays, seventy six yards, and mm-hmm. four thirty two. TJ Dement punches it in, it's twenty one nothing. Right. And China Spring, can't and you're like, oh, they can drive the ball. China yeah. Spring can't do anything. Right. Anything defense or offensively, they go. Let's see, six and out, interception, three and out on their first three drives mm-hmm. of, of the first half, and you're going, oh, there we go. Yeah. Uh oh, is this is this going one way traffic? Right. But. And, and a lot of what we thought was happening was going to happen. Bernie's offensive front started pushing China Spring around, mm-hmm. and then and the defensive front was getting what they wanted against Cash McCollum in that front. Yep. Suddenly you're going, uh-oh, here we go. Tyler Beatty and that staff made a great adjustment. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's small, but they basically said, all right, linebackers, you're not helping out in pass support anymore. Right. Basically, you are selling out to stop the run. We need you to sell out, and they put their secondary on islands mm-hmm. and said, all right, Boys, we got to we got to shore it up up here. It's up to you. Mm-hmm. And they came up aces. Yeah, the offense started to cook a little bit. They got the running game going. Cash McCollum kind of settled in after a rocky start. Mm-hmm. Kyle Barton and Tristan Xline were great in the or, you know, in this game when they needed them. Trey Hafford, they moved him around, got on the ball a bit, and they come back. They chip away. They chip away, and then they set up Thomas Barr for a twenty yard walk off field goal and. Down twenty-one, nothing. They score the final twenty-four. It was a remarkable comeback, and it was real. I mean, it's it's such a cliche, but that felt like real heart of a champion type stuff, right? You know yeah, what I mean? Seriously, it did. I mean, as I 
in the in the, as the comeback was happening, yeah. right? I had your retrospective thought where it was like, oh man, Bernie actually hasn't been as dominant as like the score. Indicated. It looked dominant. It looked dominant the scoreboard, but you remember the drives and you were like, oh yeah, it was like that weird bobbled pat, that bu- you know weird pass that went to uh, Braden Bays on that random on that long touchdown run, and then. They didn't. They didn't the double coverage in the end zone. It's a right. catch. And right. yeah, like, Braden Bay is like they. China Spring did an excellent job on it. Yeah. Like, the Bernie just, defense looked really good to start the game. Yes. Though. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, forcing the turnovers to set them up in that thing, and there were some 100%. hits that we saw that all of us in the booth went, "Oh!" Yep. Like the moment he got hit. Yeah, it was. They were hitting, but this was about China Springs' ability to stay the course, make the adjustments they needed to, especially on the defensive side. I thought those were masterful, and then mm-hmm. offense went to work. Mm-hmm. They were fantastic, and they go back to back, moving up a division. And with a new head coach. Congratulations, yeah. Tyler Beatty. That's, yeah, that's, that's no yeah. easy feat to take on, especially in a football-crazy town that just won a state championship. Yeah. Remarkable. Speaking of programs that moved up and went back-to-back. Number two. A 20-yard field goal try out of the hold of Blake Autry. Major Kimbrough to snap it to win the 3A Division I State Football Championship of Texas. are back-to-back state champions of Texas. Port Lowry, a walk-off 20-yard field goal. Well, Craig, I talked about Port Lowry being a facilitator, and this is a facil- being a facilitator in a different way. Kicking the ball as a field goal kicker, getting that winning score for your football team in the state championship game, and a huge completion on through his arm on that one completion that he had tonight. Franklin, back-to-back state champions. In two different divisions, they win it. Let's get down to the field, Austin Ivan. Franklin 17, Brock 14 in the 3A Division I state championship game Thursday night. And let me tell you this. If you watched this game and thought it was boring because it was 14-14 into the final moments, we are not friends. And we never will be. This game ruled. Yeah, you saw enough offense this week. This game was <laughs> yeah. awesome. We needed some defense this in our life. This game was awesome. I thought Brock's defense was excellent, and it has nothing to do with the guys who made the tackles. Their defensive tackles dominated this game. And they kept they kept Franklin from breaking long runs. What killed Gunner last year against Franklin was just home run after home run after home run. Nothing on the outside, and 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 they contained him, which was an incredible defensive effort. I've also got bad news for people in three division one. <laughs> Bryson Washington is graduating. Yeah, mm-hmm. they might have someone better. I was about to say they might have someone a lot better. And he's <laughs> already yeah. like bigger. Jason Jackson. He's so much bigger. And he's a sophomore. Oh my gosh! Yeah, twenty twenty-five. <laughs> Jaden Jackson's a. He's only going to get bigger. <laughs> he was on both sides of the ball, too. Uh-huh. Yep. He was exceptional because the Franklin defense held them in it mm-hmm. and and held down this Brock team. 
Um, this game had huge plays. Huge plays. Um, it goes to half 7 nothing. Brock ties it up in the third quarter. Eight minutes left, and and Franklin and Brock is driving. Mm-hmm. They're finally putting together a great a great drive. And is is it Fragil? Is that his name? Yeah. Fragil Owen? Yes. Just rip and run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, down that sideline. 64-yard fumble return. He yeah. didn't hit the ground. No. He's... Yoink, it was a yoink six. <laughs> <laughs> he took it. It took it back 64 yards. And yeah, was that like, was the other one. That one, and it happened in Carthage, too. Yep. <laughs> and I don't know if you guys were thinking that. I was like, that's it. There's no way Brock comes back from this. I thought so. Yep. And then they come back, and Tyler Moody hits Brett Tutter and just... <laughs> <laughs> yes. It like, was, yeah, I mean... The pass and the catch was exceptional Easily, on that yes, one. easily. We had some good mosses this weekend, too. It was, yeah. it was a huge, huge run. <laughs> So then you get to – so they get that touchdown. And then Brock Franklin gets the ball tied 14 up mm-hmm. with 554 left in the game. And we're up in the booth. And I remember saying, Franklin may not let them have the ball back. 16 plays, 65-yard mm-hmm. drive, including – Let's see what one a fourth down conversion, a third down conversion. They convert third and eight <coughs> on their only pass of the game. They yes. convert third and eight. You audibly yelped. <laughs> yeah. I did. I was like, you oh. did. Yeah. <laughs> I do remember. They that. convert it to all to set up a twenty yard court Lowry game winning field goal. Mm-hmm. And after honestly I love all these games, but after five stinkers, <laughs> we needed it, we, to yes. have that. Yeah, to get the oh, energy going again. <laughs> it yeah. made it that much sweeter. <laughs> oh man! I was down on the sideline for this game, and like watching the kicker come off after that, after nailing it, like it made me feel so much better <laughs> because oh, I was so tired, and that got me hyped up for the rest of the weekend. What it a was ball game! Awesome. Yeah. What a ball! Fantastic! Game. It was. That was. That was yeah. uh, that was except. That's one of those nobody deserves to lose games. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yes. Brock was incredible in this game, um, and Franklin found a way. It's yeah. just. If you would have told me anyone other than Bryce and Washington was going to get that offensive MVP, I would have been like, huh, "Dummy, You're crazy." <laughs> yeah. And, and, like in a in a week where there weren't a lot of instant classics, we had one. Mm-hmm. And this one was great. But it wasn't the best game of the weekend because we saved the best for last. No. We'll see. Here comes the chain. And oh. it is short by that much. Wow! Duncanville 28, North Shore 21 in the 6A Division I state championship game. It was the heavyweight prize fight. It was volume four. And by that much. Now, mm-hmm. so that's those fourth and four mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. North Shore as they're driving to tie the game. Mm-hmm. It's Amador, David Amador, touchdown Dave, up the middle. He was so good. And he gets brought down. On replay, oh. they gave him a good – they gave him a very generous spot. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He was probably he – was, he was short by more than that. They end up going and confirming it because the only question they answer in the, in the review is, uh, did he get the first down or not, mm-hmm. basically? And so they, they didn't move it back. But he, they got a, he got a pretty generous spot. I just want you to imagine being Reggie Samples and 
it coming down to what looked like is that a is that a carabiner clip there at the end of the, yeah at the, literally by that much which by the way we're a sport that how how many technology strides have we made yeah yes. and we still bring Change. some dunes out with Change. a chain Change. But the Duncanville defense bows their neck at the critical moment Mm -hmm. and comes up with a win to seal another Mm -hmm. instant classic between these these two teams. Yeah. Um, Reginald Samples finally slays the beast Mm -hmm. that has had his number for the past half decade. He finally gets the monkey off his back in a title game, and the Godfather has his championship. Um, But if you're only paying attention to that last drive, you're missing what was a... Way of a ball game. Yeah, insane. Yeah. I mean, Duncanville. We've we've tr- we've. I picked against them just because last year. Yeah, I, we, you can't pick them to beat North. Shore. Right, you thought it was just oh that's that's that was the year. Yes. Right, last yeah. year was the year, the and dudes. Colin Simmons, I thought was one of the best players I think I've seen this entire weekend. Yeah, Obviously, he's, he's a highly touted so, recruit, and he's but, only a junior. <laughs> But he took that game over, right? It, that last drive North Shore had, it was either David Amador, because they were dropping back in coverage and kind of letting, you know, three or four rush David Amador, it was more or less he gets 10 yards or Colin Simmons gets home. Yes. Like, it was basically like Colin Simmons needs to stop him or he's going to get 10 yards because we're, drop, we're just willing to risk everybody back in, in soft coverage. So, yeah, he was just stellar that game. And that it was it was a vintage Duncanville performance because – Offensively, had a couple things, right? Obviously, yes. we had uh, – um, I'm forgetting the quarterback's name already. Um, uh, uh, Keelan Russell. Keelan Russell. Incredible performance, that one where he, he hadn't pulled that read option all year. Yes. And then he pulls in and goes 80 <laughs> yards, right? Um, that was so But it was more or less like they didn't get out of their off, their base offense, right? It was, we're going to run the ball. We're going to make – Caden Durham's going to make your life hell. And we're going to win the game this way. Yeah. And they did. <laughs> they did. Um, it finally worked. Touchdown Dave he, is he a menace. He's mm. a menace. That final drive when he's going down, he, there was three different times. One of them got called back with a penalty. But three different times they had the coverage all the way over on the right hash, and he just scrambles and finds his way 10, 15 yards on the left side. He was outstanding. He reminded me of uh, Max Duggan against Kansas State in the, in the Big 12 that's championship. A, that's yeah. Because that he <laughs> was just getting beaten up left and right, but every single time he would hop back Nearly up. Nearly got and his just, head taken off by yes. Kellen Simmons yeah. mm-hmm. yes. on, on, a, on a face mask. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, on that final drive. And, and, and the thing yeah. is, because, okay, for me, the only way my brain is trained to view Duncanville North Shore is how can they, how can North Shore find the most painful way to defeat Duncanville? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's the only way my yes. brain is wired. And so they get the ball back with two minutes left. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Two minutes left, no timeouts. Mm-hmm. And they start marching. Mm-hmm. And I'm just getting like, it comes slow. It's here it comes. In my stomach, like, yep. they're going to do it again. Yep. And maybe they go for two. I'm trying. I'm trying to visualize yeah. how this is because it never in my mind crossed my cr- crossed my consciousness the possibility that they could stop them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just like this is this is written. This is how it's written. And in the end, it was the Duncanville defense, yeah. which has been their calling call card all year. Mm-hmm. It's been the calling card under Reginald Sample since he's been there. It came up with the critical play. They stopped them on a what ended up being about a half yard short mm. on fourth and fourth and four to win the game. 
Now, you also had the two most tense kneel downs in Texas high school football yes. state championship history. Yeah. Yes. Because that's another moment that I'm sitting up there at the Bally booth and I'm going yeah. like, they still have to kneel it, guys. Yeah, there was, they're going to fumble it. Something's going to happen. 55 <laughs> seconds take it back. on the clock. And, and I looked at Tepper twice. and I said, I have a pit in my stomach. Yes. 55 seconds on the clock. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is, and, and so they take a, they take like a false start penalty, so it gets it back to like the two, mm-hmm. okay? And they take the shotgun snap. And and I I do not know if Keelan Russell has ever taken a snap under center. Right. There's a possibility he's never done it. Right. And then you're asking him to do it to seal a state championship Ugh. that your coach has had his heart ripped out a million times? I'm like, oh, my God, no, 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 like not like this. But then it was just like, oh. They did it. it. <laughs> they did it. Yeah. my The pit in my stomach lost when – my moment came in when they had two roughing the uh, roughing the passer or slash yeah. face mask penalties. Right. Once they avoided yeah. that, I was like, I don't see anything getting in the way at mm-hmm. that point. It like was. that was when, because my 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 nightmare scenario was, oh yeah, penalty penalty, Amador Amador, they score and then go for two and for the win. Yes, yep. right. That was my that's nightmare how, that's scenario. How that's what gonna I pull thought. The out of there. Right, exactly. Yeah. I will say that if you didn't watch this game, it's worth going back and watching because that one encapsulated like what Texas high school football is for me in the way that these – we, with the three of us, have been to a lot of college football games this year. We have seen a lot of college football in person. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I've seen a college football game in person this year that was hitting harder and just trying to absolutely annihilate each other like this. That was you could tell violent was football. Very violent. I mean, very oh my rough. good. In like physical, the most fun yes. way. Oh my gosh. Physical. They're just That was grown men hammering each other. That's a D2 college it, it yeah. was a fitting. It was a, <laughs> D1, maybe. It was. It was a fitting. And you could have told me, it's like, hey, this is a conference USA football game. Be like, mm-hmm. I believe mm-hmm. it. Be like, nah, they're hitting each other too hard. <laughs> nah, the score's too close. None of these guys are going to conference the score's too close. It was wild. <laughs> Great end to uh, the week at AT&T Stadium. The best game of the week, Duncanville 28, North Shore 21, uh, as in the 6A Division one title game. So there it is. We ranked the 12 UIL State Championship games. Let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. Um, that's going to do it for us. Not just on the episode, but the year. Thank y'all. Yeah. All of you dorks that tune in and, and listen and view and read and watch and yell at us and everything. We appreciate it so much and uh, we hope that you have a very, very Merry Christmas. We'll be back in January. We will be. Yeah, this is the last episode. Merry Christmas. For all of our shows, by the yes. way, too. There will not be another <laughs> yes. Dave Campbell's podcast video show done until, yes, yes, until January. January. Uh, we're all going to take a break because we worked a lot last week um and so yeah but we appreciate it i'm very thankful for all of you thank you for a great year you guys uh are are the best and i wouldn't want to work with anybody else oh um, you're fine that's thank you thank you that's the <laughs> nicest thing you've ever said about me. Uh, you're yeah, fine uh we, we we hope you guys have a very very happy holidays very merry christmas um and we will see you in january that's gonna do it for us thanks for spending a little bit of your Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. For Ashley Pickle, Mallory Hartley, and Ishmael Johnson, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, come get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you in January of 2020. It's like a rap album. (laughs) Merry Christmas.